Okay, welcome back to the Failure Reunion Podcast. We're so happy to have you again. Today, we're going to be talking about just relationships in general. Friendships, ex-friendships, relationships, outgrowing them, and like everything that comes with that. So I'm really excited slash nervous. Before we get into that, we're going to do a couple things. Number one, we want to start a new segment of like a pop culture of the week moment. And we're each just going to talk about our favorite little pop culture story moment of the week. And then we also need to discuss our Spotify wraps because we haven't done that yet. I think I've talked about Emma Chamberlain a few times now. At least I've name dropped her. Um, which Bay Area legend again. Literally from my hometown. Yes. Did she go to Notre Dame? She went to Notre Dame. And then yeah. she like didn't graduate because she just yeah. left. Yeah um she was on a podcast this week and she said she hasn't checked her bank account in years i have a few issues with this first of all i love the trajectory of her like career like she was like filming her like her like in high school and now she's like interviewing people for vogue like at the met gala but it's like i guess you can't help getting out of touch but like it she's out of touch first of all also she's just like a safety issue you haven't checked your bank account in years she yeah, was you haven't logged that, into your bank account? That's she was wild. saying that, like, several, like, she has several managers and family members that have access to her bank account. Girlfriend, they're probably stealing your money. They're definitely borrowing it. Maybe not stealing it, but they're I like, oh, they're I just need to borrow it. a couple hundred. I'll put it back later. What a nice life to live. Because, like, I am at Duncan, and I'm like, oh, shit, do I have enough money? like and this girl is everywhere around the world not checking her bank account i think that's absolutely insane sometimes Um, i don't check my bank account but it's like i'm the complete opposite end of the spectrum i'm like i don't even want to know oh same i'm gonna just like use my credit card and just cross my fingers like i don't even want to know let's just hope yeah I'm like, yeah, I'm like Emma Chamberlain in that way. I don't check my bank account. <laughs> I never do. I'm like so, I have so many people managing my account. Yeah, but that was mine. I just thought it was like a little whack. She needs to touch grass. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, maybe come home for a sec. Yeah, come back to Belmont. Let's let's go out to bars in Belmont. <laughs> yeah, Emma let's Chamber- go to the Iron Gate. <laughs> But yeah, my pop culture moment is not from this week because I don't even know what's going on in the world sometimes, but I just feel like I need to talk about how Alex Earl had Braxton Berrios at her family's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm obsessed with them. Like yeah. everyone's over here talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And oh, I love that. Braxton! But like literally Braxton Berrios and Alex Earl, and then you have like isaac cooch and and allison um allison or no that's her last name isaac rochelle and allison cooch yeah yeah. and they're like about to have their baby and so i just i'm loving this football season for the ladies the girlies have fully taken over the nfl allison has like been everything and more like getting more people to be more knowledgeable about like the back of the nfl Alex Earl and Braxton, she said he was only there for like an hour because he had a game the next day. I don't know if I believe that, but 
I love them. I'm so obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with Braxton. He is so lovely. He is a short king, but that's okay. And, and shout out to the ladies. Like, not that there's anything wrong with being a bench warmer, but like T- Travis Kelsey and Braxton Berrios, like they play. Like yeah. they're in the games. Yeah. Like you go. Travis you Kelsey specifically games. is running the show. Which that makes sense. Like Taylor Swift you know, can't be dating a bench warmer. I wish she would. That would be so funny. That's, yeah, it would be funny. But I think it is funny that he's, like, this, like, phenom football player and nobody gives a shit about him because he's just Taylor Swift's boyfriend. I do love that part about it. It's so good. Um, I love that he loves that. I feel like Braxton and Alex kind of have a similar energy where she is the star of the show. Totally. And he is just kind of there. Yeah, and that's I, how it should be. Like, he's, like, a serious NFL player, and she's over here calling him NFL man, and he's, like, eating it up. I know. Like, it's I, literally, I, like, the code name that you talk with your girlfriend. Oh, about, because like, I have, I have so many in the works right now. I have bartender man, I have tall man, I have flower man, but those are just a few examples. Why do we do that? I mean, because we want to talk about it, but we don't, we don't want to like give a name. It's also just like way easier to keep track than like saying their name, right? Because there's always a repeat name. They're all just like generic names always, most of the time. There's always a few repeats, yeah, yeah, that's, and that's tough. Should we talk about our Spotify Wrapped? Yeah, let's get into the Spotify Wrapped because I have some explaining to do. I feel like. Would you like to go first or would you like me to? Um, no, I can go first. Okay, so my top song this year was it's so random. It's called FFF by Zara Larson. And it's called like heard. Falling for a Friend. I don't know when it even came out, but the reason why I got hooked on that song is because my boyfriend worked at a recording studio in LA for a little bit and like he's very into music and so he like watched this behind the scenes YouTube video of like how the producer like made that song and how it was like during COVID. I sometimes don't always pay attention to the content of the video but I was like oh that's a, that's a fun little song. I'm gonna just add that to my playlist. Yeah. I'll take a um, I only know so, the one song she she did um ruin my life. I love that song. Yeah. Yeah, she has a lot of like I feel like I like to walk on the treadmill to her songs because oh, they're like yeah, very like that's, fierce. That's a good vibe. Honestly, so embarrassed because I know exactly what happened. Okay, so first of all, the song is Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine. Something that comes with my ADHD is I hyper fixate on things and it's all I can listen to or like eat or watch for like a month at a time and I can't do anything else so if I like a song I'll play the shit out of it until I can't listen to it anymore oh absolutely so I heard this little banger by Lizzie McAlpine this like two minute song so you can really like re-rack it get those plays Mm. and so for about three or four weeks that's the only song I heard I think I I think it said I played the song like over a hundred times. Like Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, like pull back, Jenna. 
that was my song and I don't really know what happened but yeah okay my top five songs so yeah. the rest of them yeah. so random actually so yeah. so, so random um number two is fever by Dua Lipa if you haven't listened to it definitely recommend coming in hot at number three is who's in your head by the donuts brothers (laughs) (laughs) and that right there that was a hyperfixation song for sure yeah i love that um it's just you know you get those songs and like scratch your brain in the right way and i'm just like i need to like hear this song for the next like four days straight Number four is Don't Go by Skrillex, Justin Bieber, and Don Tolliver. Okay, I love that song. And my best friend Peyton had that as her number one. She was like, I'm so embarrassed. Don't look at me. Okay, well, now I'm less embarrassed. You should tell her that it's on my list. Oh, I will. I love that song. And number five is a song called, literally, it's just called Ew. And it's by this girl named Andy, A-N-D-I. Okay. which it's literally just about like having feelings for men and how that can be kind of disgusting sometimes. That's so valid. Honestly, I love that. Um, okay. My number two was love it. If we made it by the 1975. I just, that is one of my favorite songs by them. Then my next one was popular. The weekend song that has like Madonna and playboy. Cardi. Oh, okay. Um, my next one was for me with Don Tolliver and Caliucas. I that song just oh it's so good. And then number five was Atmosphere by Fisher because I'm in my like househead era. Like Fisher was like a big part of my life this year, especially because I saw my outside lands and I would say top two concert, like top two best concerts oh, I've okay. ever been at. It was like the fucking coolest thing ever. But artists, so two of these are always in my top five. And then I just don't know what happened. So number one, I, okay, number one is Drake. My number one is, Drake has not been in my top five since I was like 16. But he has put out so much music this year Mm -hmm. that I cannot escape him. So he's been on a lot of top fives that I've heard. So I had Drake, I had the 1975, I had Harry Styles, I have One Direction. One Direction, for some reason, is always on my top five. I don't know what happens there. And then I had SZA. Oh, love that. Yeah. Okay, I just screenshotted mine. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure this is like the third or fourth year in a row that Ariana Grande has been my number one. I love that. Um, apparently my peak listening month was in January. Okay, long time. Then, I know. <laughs> then coming in at number two is Dua Lipa with my peak listening month being February. Okay consistent with the girlies yes then number three is charlie poof with my peak listening month in may okay which is also really random yeah um number four is taylor swift which like didn't expect but i'm not surprised can't escape her this year no and i honestly i'm not that person that's gonna sit and shuffle all of her music it's again like i think i listened to karma like okay so many times yeah. and maybe that's why she's on here yeah um with my peak listening month being august gotcha and then number five is tate mcgray peak listening month october because 
I'm obsessed with her now. Like, I don't know I where she came from. I have something but I love it. to say. I <laughs> love Tate McRae. And my sister recently told me that she is for the millennials. And I'm really fucking mad about it. Why because is she for first the millennials? Of all, She's our age. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I could honestly have that girl's neck for saying it. Because, like, first of all, <laughs> shut up. No one asked. Second of all, what, you don't want, like, a fun, hot pop girl to, like, listen to and, like, look at? Hello? Yeah. She slayed on SNL. I don't know. I really oh, my God, she did. did. And the new song, X's? Like, I are you it. kidding? I love it. She, to yeah. me, is, like, what I wished Olivia O'Brien would reach. Like, Olivia O'Brien mm. means so much to me. She's, like, oh, my God, she's always in my top five, not this year. I'm so sorry, girl. Um, she's from Napa, another oh, local legend. Hometown girl. Yeah. She like says every she sings everything that I'm thinking, but Tate McRae just like got mainstream quicker. And mm-hmm. I want that for Olivia O'Brien so badly. But um who Elena's top five are. Uh probably just like all five Taylor Swift somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a hundred percent what it is. She told me what they were. I think I wasn't listening. My guess from what I think she said was Taylor, Ariana, Cigarettes After Sex, which, like, is she okay? Like, they only make really sad music. That's all I remember. I think The Weeknd, too. Yeah, I was really upset about that Tate McRae comment, and it honestly kind of keeps me up at night. Is that it for Spotify Wrapped? That's it for Spotify Wrapped. Okay, so let's get into it. Relationships. So I think we should just go in chronological order here. Yeah. Start in middle school and yeah. just middle school, high school, college, totally. friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. um, the, the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. do you do you want to talk about your sure. middle school situation? I can totally do that. Honestly, I feel like with Catholic school, you could start from like kindergarten. Um, oh like yeah, trauma that we went through, but. I'll I'll save everyone the the time. Okay, so junior high was um when everyone just decided to hate me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're like let's just get it straight real quick. This yeah. is when it started. Yeah, it was it I think it started a little bit earlier. They were like letting me know that like it wasn't going to end well for me. And then junior high was really like, no, like, we don't like you. And that was, that was tough. So the one event that really stands out to me, this story is going to be so painfully Catholic school. Like, oh God. Unfortunately, there, like, there was a group of us girls who were all in the choir. I'm going to tell you right now, not one of us can sing. But we were singing those songs at church. We were the ones up at the front singing the songs. Um, We would lead the group. We would always have to walk early to the church that we could practice some of the songs and see which songs we were singing. Do a little vocal warm up. Yeah. Get it. Get our vocal cords going. There was one day where I could just sense that um, no one wanted to talk to me. (laughs) <laughs> oh god this is gonna be probably a sad episode <laughs> oh my god 
I was like, I've always not been afraid of confrontation. So I just like went up to the rest of the group because we were like all in a friend group. And I was like, so what's going on? Because why is everyone like acting weird towards me? Like, I don't understand. Like, you're going to need to like give me an explanation. I think I'm in seventh grade. We're all in seventh grade. And mind you, this is happening in the back of the church. They all kind of like looked at each other. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, that's so scary. That's no, like giving me shivers right now. It is now. frightening. And then the most like vocal girl in the group who was like the besides me like I was the, always the one to like speak up but she was probably like second to me so she becomes the spokesperson for the rest of them right we're just sitting there with our arms crossed like she was like so we actually don't want to be friends with you anymore and we've <laughs> <laughs> all talked about it <laughs> we've all talked about it and we just really aren't interested in um, you being in the group anymore. And I don't really know, like, what, like, how to go from here. But um, it might be awkward with you, like, still being in choir. So, like, you can stay in choir if you want. But, like, we just don't want you to be a part of the group. And I'm like, okay. So, I'm so ready to sing these songs about God. This is really great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had to just sing, like... And no explanation? Like, I'm dying to know why. No, no, just, like, we just decided, we woke up, like, we don't like you. I don't really remember the rest of that day. I'm sure I cried. That's traumatizing. But also, yeah. like, thanks for just honestly being, like, I'm good. You're done. <laughs> like, it was a clean cut. It was just... Right, like, yeah, not messy. Yeah, no, it was just, like... <laughs> that's gonna be it bye they're just like we're here to inform you like yeah it was very informational this is what's happening yeah yeah it was very informational we were all on the same page at that point um they just wanted to catch you up to speed yeah I was just the only one that was like kind of left behind out of that conversation I did end up being friends with some of those girls in high school but then they did basically do the same thing again to me okay so (laughs) We kind of, we, we re-racked and I got to relive that experience. That was really cool. That was kind of like the first time in my life where I was like, oh, what is, I think I need to start like choosing my friends better because people were just like inherently mean and, and like clicky. Oh, so clicky. So clicky. And then it's like the classes are so small that like everybody knows the clicks and then it's like, yeah then when the mm-hmm. click dynamic changes it's weird then it's everybody weird knows about it and there's like the ecosystem of the classroom is yeah. like thrown off for a little bit and at the like looking back on it now like anyone probably listening to this like you're telling me this story I'm like oh obviously they're jealous of you because you were confident but and loud and is that true I don't know if I believe everyone's saying this no, I feel like it's so obvious that they're so jealous of you because... Not many girls are jealous of me enough to say, yes. that's crazy. Because, like, it's it's that thing, though, where you're, like, so young and you're, like, so hormonal. Like, they don't know that they're jealous of you, but they're just like, oh, she gives us, like, a bad feeling. And it's like, you hate us because you ain't us. Like, you know, you were confident and you were loud and you were outspoken and you probably didn't give a shit and they probably, like cared so much about their appearance and like how they like were perceived by other people 
but yeah, my, my story yeah. is freshman year of high school and it's a callback to our very first episode about the Halloween story. Cause it was that girl who yeah. threw the party at her house. And then I was just like, right. listen, I got to yeah, get out of here. I got to yeah. just, yeah. I wanted to also like talk about the fallout of it all because that year, literally the day before all of that shit went down. Mm-hmm. we tried out for all these volleyball teams together these club right. volleyball teams yeah and of course we were Ooh, club volleyball the, is ruthless yeah it is ruthless yeah. and like we were like the iconic like bestie duo we're like we're of course we're gonna take spots on the same team like yeah that's such like a weird reality that you can't wrap your mind around until you leave high school yeah like oh it's, all of these people like fucking sucked yeah you like don't have to be friends with them it's so great I know. So, yeah, of course, we, like, picked spots on the same volleyball team. And we lived relatively close together, so close to each other. So, like, we would carpool to all of our other practices and stuff. There were 15 girls on the team, maybe. Like, 12, 15 girls. And, like, eight of them went to my high school. Yeah. And so she got everybody else except for me and this other girl that she didn't like in a carpool so like i had no options right. like i was just Ooh, with the this carpool other girl. situation yes oh I yeah about those so they would all show up to practice every day giggling laughing having a grand old time mm-hmm. and i would just be like okay cool this is great this right. is fantastic so that was pretty ruthless and like you know then i had to spend the whole season with her on the team was one of those things that like looking back on it now you're like oh that's kind of silly but at the time it's devastating oh 100 like, volleyball is my life and now yeah. she's taking this away from me like right no. that's that's really honestly that's that's so fucked up the reason why that one is like so relevant is like what you were saying is it's like the first like sort of like breakup that you experience that's yeah like actually heartbreaking that was like my friend group. So then I had to like find a new friend group in high school. It was, it was a lot. So it like kind of like shapes your outlook on romantic relationships later in your life. I feel like. Okay. I'm so glad you just said that because that is so true. And I feel like you don't realize it until like, I didn't realize it until I was like unpacking everything in like therapy. And I was like, yeah, they've ruined me. now you're like not gonna like gravitate towards people with those right. same tendencies which is kind of crazy because you're just it's like very weird 13 years old just like vibing yeah. and you're you know i guess moving into high school now i don't even know where really to begin i had several several different friend groups in high school they all kind of had the same people but there was adding and subtracting involved some people would get brought up to like the really populars and then sometimes we were the popular and then sometimes I would get dumped and it was just like a constant like change of revolving door yeah it was really weird because can we talk about how teenage girls are the scariest no species on the planet I'm I'm telling you some of the worst confrontations I think I'll ever have in my life happened in the hallways of my high school. This one girl I'm I'm friends with 
she was like hooking up with my ex or something and I had found out and they had been like saying all these inside jokes about it like in front of my face for months and I just like didn't know and they just were like doing that in front of me oh that's the worst the yeah betrayal. god and and then you like put everything together at the end you're like oh my god I'm so stupid it's like even worse and I came in guns a blazing ready to light this place on fire I was no, they need to make reality TV about high school girls because I genuinely think like when when guys like get into like fist fights and they're like I saw red I blacked out that was me I came in my finger was up in the air ready to be like where is she we were screaming at the top of our lungs in the hallway at each other and our counselor just simply like grabbed with her arms and like okay we're gonna need to bring this into a different room i'm like you laying it out in the catholic school what was she yelling at you about though like what did i don't even remember because i was like what do you actually have to yell about please go ahead exactly that's what i want to know i was in this girl's face i think her rebuttal was just like he's been cheating on you like so what like you're only mad at me (laughs) okay so she's not wrong for that like no that's a hundred percent valid but it's like yeah but you're my friend like he's been cheating on me with strangers not my friends at little did i know he was cheating on me with all of my friends but i just didn't know so at the time it was only her so she's probably like what about all of these girls that are currently watching us i was like actually ready to hit her like it was really like if we wouldn't have been removed from the hallway i'm sure i would have hit her it's honestly giving vanderpump rules like somebody cheating on somebody yeah i was giving ariana so heavy we just expect so little from men that you just are like okay there was a chance this was going to happen. But like with our friends, like our girlfriends, you hold them to higher standards. Yeah. And especially because she had like, I was always over at her house and I was always like, she was the only person that I thought it wouldn't happen with. Mm. And I was like really close to her family. She had like seen me be so distraught and depressed over everything that was going on. Right. She was causing it. So that made it so much worse because I'm like, I was always with her. So I'm like, at least I know that it would never happen because I'm always with her. Like everyone is it's always It's really her. giving Scandoval. It really You are so right. It This was Scandoval because I was like, how did you do this under my nose? Like, I think the first time it happened, like I had been picked up from her house really late. She was going to drop off my ex, like, the bus station or something so he could take the bus home. He, like, ended up spending the night. And I had been with them. Oh, my God. And I was with them that night. And then it continued. She would be like, oh, I'm giving him a ride home. And they would, like, hook up in the car, like, on the way home or something. How did you guys even pull this off? That's kind of the combination of, like, in your adolescence a friend breakup and a boyfriend breakup at the same time yeah and she was like the first best friend that i made in high school that like didn't go to my elementary school i mean i'm friends with her now but 
I thought it's all water under the bridge. It is now. Like that was terrible. And sometimes I think about it when I see her. I'm like, I also wasn't the best at 16. Was I doing that? No, but it is what it is. Yeah. Sayonara. Like I literally at this yeah. point, like, okay, literally everything already terrible is like happened to me. So it's just like <laughs> I'm fine now. <laughs> like I'm yeah. Fine. And I simply like, just like avoid those situations. Yeah. I'm just You're like, I've seen it all. I don't live for the drama, but I do enjoy a little spicing up in my life. Yeah. And you know, everyone is just so nice around me that it's just like <laughs> there's nothing happening anymore. Yeah, that was like one of my one of my high school stories. Well, if we're going in chronological order, mm-hmm. the next thing that we kind of wanted to talk about was yeah. what we think our exes told our parents about them. I have been wanting to talk about this for so long. <laughs> I, I'm so curious. You know, like my legitimate ex-boyfriend, I don't even know how to like form that thought. Yeah. But... What I do want to tell is the story of this guy that I started seeing right after me and my ex broke up. Mm-hmm. And he lit like he was from Montecito, which is like the really like rich area in Santa Barbara where a lot of like celebrities like Ellen, Oprah and like the yeah. Royal or whatever Harry and Meghan live. So he was from there. So that's just spoiled rich like, boy. Immediately. Right no. off the bat. Yeah. Immediate no, but I didn't know better. But I also kind of immediate place. yes, because. At the time, I had literally just gone dumped like 10 days before. Like, <laughs> so we went on literally one date. We left the date and he was like texting me kind of nonstop. And I was like, that was the ego boost I needed at the time. I had literally just gotten dumped. <laughs> I needed my ego to be stroked a little. So then the second date, we like went on a picnic somewhere. We watched the sunset got dark and he's like, Oh, like, do you want to like come back to my house? And he, like, I knew he lived with his parents because he had like just graduated college and it was in the middle of the pandemic. So he was at home. And like, if you have a mansion to live in, like I would want to live in it too. If that were my parents. Yeah. That's so valid. Um, so he like brings me to his house and I'm I was like this is weird like this is kind of a lot for like not knowing you like 10 days ago like this is a lot and so he's like yes and so we walk in the door and his parents are like eating dinner stop no no because this is (laughs) I have nightmares about this it was just so weird I walk in and they're eating dinner or they're like finishing up their dinner and he's like how big was the house Oh, it was huge. Did they have cars parked out front? No, they. It was all in a garage. But they Ugh, like. This did you see what kind of cars like, they had? Yeah, there was a lot. There was multiple Range Rovers. Oh my god! But yeah, it was just so weird. He introduced yeah. me to his parents, and then oh, that's bad. And then we like go into his room to like watch a movie, and he's I like, this. "I've only ever introduced like one other girl to my parents," and I was like, "What?" No, 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 no! Because me. I'd start what do you crying. Mean I'm the second girl to like meet your parents. Does he think he's about to propose? It was literally the second day. I had spent a no, mere no, no. number of hours with this man. This 
at this point. This is psychotic. Yeah. So then this this is worse than love bombing. You've been family bombed. Immediately. I was family bombed. That's yeah. Oh my god. Like a couple more weeks go by, we're like hanging out, whatever. And I am fresh out of like my first love relationship. I was just not in a good place. And so I like text him very nicely being like hey I just kind of feel like we shouldn't see each other anymore I am not looking for anything serious and it really seems like you are given the fact that you now I'm on a first name basis with your parents and this guy absolutely lost his fucking mind yeah they can't he take me spam dumped. texting me calling me then he blocked me wait, then he unblocked wait. me okay first of all i am <laughs> no stranger to the blocking unblocking i think i win that contest second of all was he like wanting to make it work is that what he was spamming about yes shut up i hate this i this is my he was like how memory. could you do this to me like I don't know you. Like you're like how could how you do this to me? <laughs> you made me walk in your family mansion. I know. I'm like, there's got to be some sort of back entrance, and you walked <laughs> me right through the front door. Oh my god. Yeah. So that was a lot. So I don't know what he told his parents about me. If if his parents like, you know, if it was like he cried about me, and his parents had to like console him. Like I could see that happening. I could also see him being like. They're like, oh, like, what happened to that girl you introduced us to? And he's like, oh, she's crazy, you know? No, like, oh, like, she's oh, a raging I lost, bitch. I, I had to the break love up with of my her. Life. I lost well, that would be, you know, I would have liked to know that at least. Okay, so I think I have a good answer as to what my ex's parents think about me because, um, well, he told me. So... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So straight from the source. Yeah, straight from the horse's mouth. So this was a high school ex that also entered my college era. Really sad for myself about that. Like really the same ex from the whole cheating story. Yeah, right? we're gonna call yeah, okay. him the worst person in the world ex. That's kind of okay. That's his friends here, and they know now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I never had the courage to like break up with him for like honestly five years until like 2019 i think we started in 2014 um freshman year of high school to freshman year of college really that's a big chunk of time wasted so once i hit college and i was i was finally able to like fully detach myself like i was across the country had new friends there was new people around other guys were interested in me i was like i'm finally done congrats to myself i made it here Thank you, everyone. So he lost it. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> All throughout college. And literally until basically I graduated. Uh, every four to six months, I would get a text, a couple texts. I would get a call. Isn't that so satisfying, though? I it would is give so a good because also I had a separate text tone for him to be like, uh, it's back. <laughs> It's not like a cute little like, oh, that's his text tone. It's like warning. My stomach would drop when I heard it. And even now when I hear people out in the wild, I'm like, did he text (laughs) me? That ringtone. Yeah. I'm like, who did it? It was always like, 
I had a dream about you and I felt like I had to, like the stars were telling me that I like had oh to like God. reach out to you. And I just like, is there any way we can get back? No, I don't like you. So no, one really long text that he sent me. And he also caught me on a really bad day. And I was like, you're about to get the fucking wrath. <laughs> I lost it. And I was like, you know what? We're going to have an we're going to have a conversation. We're going to get on FaceTime and I'm going to sit face to face with you. And I'm going to tell you every single terrible thing that you That's ever did. bold. And we did. We talked for an hour and I, I recorded it. <laughs> oh. You're like the customer service. You're like, this call will be monitored. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> and it was, and all my friends heard too. And one of the questions that I came prepared with questions, I was like, Jenna, you're not going to show. Oh, she's here. a journalist. I'm a journalist. I'm here for market research. I'm getting information. I literally asked like why he did all these terrible things to me. I was like, do you remember this time when you did this to me? I was like, Al Woods. And then I asked him like, did you ever tell your parents? Because he would tell his parents that I was this psychotic girl who was doing basically everything that he was doing to me, he would say that I was doing. And then his parents would be like, she's crazy. And then so then when I would come over, they'd be like, oh my God. Hi. I'm like, what do you mean? Hi to me. Why are you saying hi like that to me? Did you know your son, what he's doing? And I'm still (laughs) here. Should be thanking me. He's a pathological liar. So this very well could just be a story. But his story was that after all of the years of him just shitting all over my name to his family when he was down so bad because he was just so sad over everything that he had ever done to me blah 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 he told his parents that like basically he was like lying and that he did all of this stuff Whoa. and that his parents felt so bad that they like which they were never like rude to me or anything but like obviously if you think that your child is like consistently being like cheated on or something you're like yeah you're not gonna like love the person person that's doing it yeah you know like I had like an up and down relationship with his parents I was just like very intimidated by them he told me that they felt like really bad and that they were just like quote-unquote disappointed in him I'm like (laughs) disappointed in him I'm like did you share all the details I just sometimes wish that I could like run into his mom oh I think about that all the time because that's actually like such a nice person and I just want her to know that I'm doing good up until like very recently within the past like maybe two months have I felt for the first time since I was like 19 that I am like emotionally available and it just I don't know if it was just like me growing me moving me being around people all that combined or what has been In such a long time like the farther yeah yeah it's been such a long time since I have been with that guy but and like it just makes me sad that he like took up all these years of my life, like make me being emotionally unavailable. It's not the time like now for me to have a relationship either. But now finally, like 
going into the new year, maybe a new year's resolution um, to like accept being emotionally available enough to like, like, okay, I think I'm finally ready to be open to the fact that a relationship could happen. We're kind of circling back to the original topic of like friendships and stuff. In college, this was the last time I will ever let a friend. I guess I can't control it. But last time that I'll have a friend screw me over. We were inseparable. Like best friends. We spent literally basically 24 hours a day together besides like sleeping because we didn't like stay in the same room. Like we were just two peas in a pod and everyone knew it. We, this guy that I ended up seeing, she was also dating his roommate. So it was perfect. We would just both go That's over iconic. there. We were mm-hmm. spending the night. It was great. This friendship honestly still bothers me to this day because if she would have just acted right, like we could still be friends. Mm-hmm. It's just this one bothers me more than like any any other relationship. I could sense her just like dis- distancing. There was also an instance where we were both supposed to move into a sorority house together and I just like threatened to drop because I'm like, I'm not moving into the sorority house. Like I don't want to live there. So I ended up not having to live there. And I think she felt like abandoned by me or something. So that I like felt bad about, but also I was like, I did not see it as a big deal from my perspective. Like, I just simply don't want to live in the sorority house. That doesn't mean I hate you. Like I'm still your friend. I simply just don't want to live there. And if you don't want to live there, also don't have to live there so she ended up which she denies this because i confronted her classic me um so the guy who i had a little fling with freshman year friend or the roommate of the guy she was yes oh okay call him basketball man basketball man yeah i think at this point she had broken up with the roommate of basketball man. So apparently he had told me that ex-best friend had bet him, basketball man, $200 to not talk to me anymore. What? So we spent the entire summer after freshman year. We were talking, we were FaceTiming. I had just had surgery. He had just had surgery. We were just like two little athletes in a pot we can finally like maybe see if things can go somewhere and then he went radio silent and i to be honest was devastated for two hundred dollars for two hundred dollars first of all she had two hundred dollars that's crazy like in college yeah that's also very weird to pay someone off yeah i don't i don't know if it actually ended up being two hundred dollars but that was the original bet I am like, what is going on? I'm confused. I'm hurt. Because he just, like, went from talking to me and, like, flirting with me all the time when we were, like, out and me, like, being at his house to, like, not saying hi to me, not talking to me in the training room. Like, there was nothing. There was just nothing. So, at this point, it's like I had just gotten there, like, August sophomore year and at this point I don't know that there was a bet I'm just like why is he not talking to me 
So I eventually like get over it, whatever. Fast forward to March of that year. It is like two weeks before COVID hit. The only, it is our spring break. The only people on campus are my team and the basketball team. We have a party because they had just one conference and they come back. We're all at a party together and he's there. And I, this is the first time I'd been in like closed quarters with him. Oh my God. And I'm like, if he's nice to me, I'll be nice to him. But like, we don't need to like do anything. And then he comes up to me, which he was really drunk, but <clears throat> I think that's why he came up to me. He's like, I really need to talk to you. Okay. Like, but why did he do it? You know, that's a great question. <laughs> at that point this ex-best friend and i had already like kind of distanced and then that i was like yeah there's no coming back from that yeah that's so yeah that was the last time i you know had another girl who was my best friend and i really hope that never happens to me again i've had my fair share i think i'm good for a lifetime I mean, I don't know, like, it's so crazy how shit happens because, like, you know, I'm, like, I don't know how to qualify it, but, like, going through a best friend breakup right now or, like, coming out the other side with someone who, like, you were saying, like, it was, like, two peas in a pot and and everyone knew. That's, like, another level is, like, you can be best friends with someone, but, like, the iconic best friend duo that everybody knows is best friends is so different. I don't know if this is weird or normal or not, but I think about her like once a week, once or twice a week. Oh, I think about my mine too a lot. I mean, this also, just happened in like April. I just got ghosted, completely ghosted by like my old roommate who was my roommate for two years and like my best friend. And then we moved to different apartments our senior year because like that's just how the cookie crumbled that year which like kind of sucked but it was like I wanted to be closer to the beach because it was my last year and she didn't so it was like what you were saying about the sorority it's like you know just do your own thing like it's fine we grew apart but we'd still see each other and we like make time to see each other yeah I just like basically stopped like I kind of decided okay this is starting to feel one-sided and if I don't reach out to make plans, then I'm going to see what happens. And so sure enough, I just stopped reaching out. And like, that was that. And like, so crazy because this was in April and it's like, we were best friends for all of college yeah. until April. And so it's like, we had talked about graduation together, like the whole time and like taking pictures and like all the stuff that like just never happened. I'm like, because for you it's like a lot and like it's it's so much it's so weird that it's like like a real boyfriend like relationship breakup because you know you catch yourself like stalking their instagram just being to like see what they're up to and then i have to like like, protect my peace and like mute you still have each other's locations oh that's yeah i don't really know what's worse because no, I think yours yours is worse. I mean, that's so sad to like just have no, it because go from yeah. everything to nothing. Because I was kind of like trying to prove a point, and like unfortunately, I was right. You know, unfortunately, was your point was proven. My point was proven. That's what I get. For You're like, yep, yeah, but I'm right. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, yeah, but it is really weird, and it's like one of those things that you just like. I never thought that would happen. Like, 
I've thought like, okay, yeah, like when we're not in college anymore, like we're going in such different like directions, like career wise, or like at least we want to, like, of course, we're not going to be like super close anymore. But I never thought it would just be like cold turkey, you know, and there was always the thing with in my situation is there was always somebody better than me, that if the opportunity arose, even when we were roommates, even when we were best friends, she'd take that opportunity. And so I'm like, okay like I don't need to like be you know even like when we were friends I like got that inkling so I'm like are you being real with me and then you're trying to like social climb which I think it's so weird to try and social climb in college I think that's so bizarre like there's too many people for that (laughs) thank Um, you because not enough people talk about that stop social climbing (laughs) in college Um, well that was our breakup episode Hopefully it was cathartic, relatable, and maybe a little bit enjoyable that the listeners could, you know, laugh at our stories. And so, yeah, we will see everyone next week for the next episode.